Now more than ever, it's critical that customers find accurate information about your business. LocalWorks by Yahoo Small Business makes it easy to add, edit, and publish business information across 70-plus local directories from a single dashboard. Ensure your business is found with LocalWorks and save 10% today by using code LWPODCAST. Visit yahoosmallbusiness.com slash local to find out more. April is Parkinson's Awareness Month. Visit michaeljfox.org slash April to support critical research. And thanks. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hey guys, welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. You know, we're going to mix it up a little bit this episode. I've got my man Claude Jennings in here in recording. We're going to just talk about some topics that are on our heart that we just want to share. Which I think, by the way, is a good idea because you're the host of this show, but you have a wealth of knowledge and experience that a lot of entrepreneurs and business people listening, uh, I think, can benefit from. But before we get into some of the stuff, there's a great event coming up in August uh, that you're a part of you want to promote that absolutely i would love to so august 19th through the 25th we'll host nehemiah week 2019 in washington dc at the hyatt regency and that's um nehemiah project itself is just an organization that's really near and dear to my heart to my family's heart we really my husband jerome and i we credit nehemiah project with um really saving our marriage because I jumped on board with Taylor Leonard Corporation at a time where I was making a lot. I mean, I was making a significant salary, corporate salary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those of us who work jobs and you become really reliant upon that paycheck on the 15th and the 30th day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the month. And when that stops, because you endeavor into entrepreneurial type of opportunities, it really can cause a strain on a relationship. And even, I think statistically speaking, some ridiculous number of marriages end as a result of financial challenges. Wow. And so we were experiencing some financial strain in our household, and it was around that time that a really dear friend and spiritual mentor of ours encouraged us to look into this organization, Nehemiah Project. And fast forward to now, we um, Jerome is on the board for <laughs> Nehemiah Project. I am a certified teacher and mentor and coach for Nehemiah Project, and because of that, we just love the organization. So every year... Nehemiah Project hosts what we call Nehemiah Week, which is an opportunity, almost like a family reunion of our international partners and teachers and just friends of Nehemiah Project, entrepreneurs who are endeavoring to be more intentional about integrating their faith and their work life, all coming together literally from around the world. But this year, for the first time, we're converging on Washington, D.C. So just really excited about just the the additional international yeah. flavor that's mm-hmm. going to be in, here in the city that entire week. So it's days of training and coaching as well as visiting real life um, entrepreneurs and businesses that are run oh, wow. and led by Christian families and or mm-hmm. business owners and just to celebrate 
what's going on in the marketplace. Nice. And so for more information on the weekend and Nehemiah Project, where can people go? Yeah, you can go to nehemiahproject.org. And some people may need to open up their Bible app to figure out how to spell <laughs> Nehemiah. You know, it wasn't until I got involved with Nehemiah mm-hmm. Project that I'm like, oh, you know what? If I'm going to be associated with this organization, it's probably to- <laughs> important that I know how to spell <laughs> Nehemiah, right. N-E-H-E-M-I-A-H, mm-hmm. project.org. That's right. There you go. <laughs> so um, we've got some time to uh, just discuss a few things, to, to lean on your expertise. Now, um, because I'm in the room with you, yes. I'm going to be a little selfish and ask questions that I want to Oh, that worked <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and I hope that, um, you know, and I know that folks listening now will be able to benefit from it. Um, one of the things for me um, as an entrepreneur that um, has been a consistent struggle for myself, but also fellow entrepreneurs that I talk to about this, is this whole time management thing. Mm. Um, because me, naturally, I'm, I'm, my motor always goes. Yeah. I'm fine with working from the moment I wake up yes. to the moment I fall asleep yes. at the computer. Yeah. Um, but life you know, has its cycles and you've got family. I've got a wife, I've got a six-year-old. And so I try to cut off the work at a certain amount of time um, in in the evening and even on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but time management is such a hard thing to do, especially when you're kind of married to the work yes. and you really want to get the stuff done. Yes. It's so funny because my wife, one year around uh, Thanksgiving, I was working maybe from 5 a.m. to about 10. Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you working? It's Thanksgiving. I'm like, right. well, you know, you sleep. Nothing's going to start until 10. I'm just going to put five hours in in the morning right. um, because I like to do yes. it. You know, when you like what you do and you're yeah. passionate about it, it's hard to kind of manage the time. Talk a little bit about time management and yeah. some of the best practices to make sure you've got that balance, uh, you know, with home life, family, and just downtime for yourself. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because the best practices shift depending on the person mm-hmm. because you make a really important point. It's difficult to turn it off when you love Love it. Yeah. But you also need to pri- prioritize your loves because your first love should naturally be your wife. Right. Um, and so, you know, the challenge, especially with the work that we do in Nehemiah Project, is oftentimes we see people where the business becomes the mistress. Mm-hmm. And so you're spending more time with the business than you are your spouse, your children, the things that really at the end yeah. of the day matter to you. And so it's having to make this conscious decision to turn it off and turn it on at an hour that is respectful of everyone who's buying into it because it becomes really easy as, let's say, the supporting spouse to become resentful of the business Mm -hmm. if it's taking you out of my life. And so I think it's just really important to just say, hey, here are my hours. Mm -hmm. Just like in a traditional job, you know that your hours are nine to five, Monday through Friday, to try to get to that place where you're being really respectful and building those boundaries. Because it's so easy. And with technology now, it's like it's, you know, your work can be in your pocket because it's like, oh, well, I'm in the grocery store line. Let me just answer these quick emails. But again, I think it's important that we respect and honor those relationships that really matter at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, so that there isn't this a- animosity with the business. So I think setting hours, sticking to those hours, and also just treating it, treating your business like it's work. Okay. Because right. I think, you know, when you think of traditional work and maybe for those folks who've had a traditional nine to five job, Oftentimes, you didn't need your your boss to come and say, oh, no more. T- right. Time to stop working. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you figured You're it out. You're like, I'm out. I'm done. Like, it's you open. knew, okay, five minutes, that bell's about to ring, and I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm on the highway. And so it's treating the business the same way, I think. Okay. Now, you talked about, again, the time and the schedule and respecting that. Um, one thing that I needed to, to, to do and adjust to, and I'm actually just now starting to, <laughs> to do this, is making sure that every 
hour of my work day is not with the physical work, but I've had to schedule in like administrative days yeah. where, you know, I'm making sure that I'm caught up on invoices, yes. making sure that I'm taking time to future plan and making sure that I'm, uh, talk a little bit about the importance of, yeah, the work is the work, but then also the administrative stuff that yeah. comes with and it. And you, that's a good point because those things take time. Mm-hmm. But the other thing to really be aware of is the fact that at some point we have to ask ourselves, what are the revenue producing items that I need to focus on versus the operational things that I need to outsource? Ah, Because there are people that those administrative focus, um, those items are their revenue producing items. Mm. You should, you know, hire those people to do those things Mm -hmm. as opposed to you doing everything. And so I think as a part of this time management, it's almost like for people who like, if you're, um, paying attention to how you're spending money, you may go a week and you're writing down all of your expenses. Mm -hmm. I would encourage people to do a similar thing, but you're doing it with how are you spending your time? What are all those tasks that you're doing on a day-to-day basis? So maybe you're, you're documenting those tasks in a 24 hour period, but it's probably more risk realistic to do it over a week or even a month because mm-hmm. those tasks are going to change day in and day out. And so once you have that inventory of tasks, then looking to see, okay, what of those tasks are revenue generating items that solely dependent upon me mm-hmm. as opposed to those administrative type things that I can outsource to someone else, or maybe those are the things that I need to do on those times when I know aren't my high productivity times, Mm -hmm. like whether it's scheduling extremely late in the evening or in the afternoon, because again, we're, if we're going to do the nine to five scenario, maybe it's really early because you know, most of your client calls don't start until noon, or maybe it's later in the afternoon because you know, most of your clients aren't available after three, Mm -hmm. but figuring out what is that period of time where you're going to be able to schedule in some of those administrative tasks, because they're necessary but if they're not generating revenue, first and foremost, scheduling in a time when you're not producing revenue mm-hmm. and or eventually outsourcing them to someone else and pay them to do them. Yeah. You know, and another thing was preparing for the success that you're planning for, mm. you know, so preparing for the success that mm. you're planning for, because we can want the business to grow and be successful, but that, that's going to mean different changes and different dynamics in the way we operate. Like, so for me, for example, um, you know, I've market myself in certain ways and now I've got a, I've got an influx of media clients, people mm. who need media work done. Mm-hmm. Well, that means that there's more to do, which means right. I need to hire more people. And so I found myself almost overwhelmed with the amount of work coming in because I didn't plan for the six, I didn't plan for life post success or post a certain plateau. Yeah. Um, so building to scale. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Talk a little bit about yeah. that. So I think to your point, it's, Um, In these strategy meetings, whether it's with yourself or with your small team, it's looking out five years, 10 years, 15 years, so that you do know, okay, in five years, my goal is to have X number of clients. Well, if you've got three clients now and your goal in five years is to have 25 or 30 Mm -hmm. clients, big clients, what is it that you need to do, start planning for now in order to start meeting that scale? So it's probably going to mean that you've got to hire some folks. Mm -hmm. And of course, you want to start thinking about who you're going to hire now. So what does that organization chart look like? How many bodies are going to be required? What are their titles? What are their roles? You know, what is their background and skill set? And then finding those people now before you need them Mm -hmm. and or building the relationships now before you need them. Because then by the time you need them, it's kind of too late, right? You're You're kicking the tires and it's like, oh snap, I'm behind the eight ball trying to figure out who I'm trying to hire. So yeah, so I think it's, you know, it's 
planning for the future, but doing it in a very extremely strategic way and maybe dri- letting your org chart and your goals drive you. Okay. And so one nugget from you, Kelly, uh, before we go, uh, when it comes to, to Boost, uh, talk about one of the elements of Boost that, that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs and businesses that you help, mm-hmm. um, uh, one common thing that they, you know, kind of all share that, that, that where they can improve and see some improvement yeah. growth. So, you know, it's funny because Boost, the first letter, B, build your brand. That is where I see the most people um, not necessarily fail, but they want to skip. They want, you know, because we want quick success, right? right? We, right. we want microwave success, but we need to take a, cr- a crock pot mm-hmm. a- approach, right? Yeah, Cause yeah. think about it, a crock pot. You got a nice pork shoulder in there. It takes time. It's not <laughs> uh-huh. going to be ready in 30 seconds in the microwave. Right. And so we've got to slow down to speed up. So many people are focused on the end goal. I need to generate revenue. I need to meet people, but you know what? We need to slow down and focus on building a really strong brand mm-hmm. inside of LinkedIn. So investing that time and building a strong profile. So people really understand the value that you can provide them in a relationship, a business relationship so that you can optimize relationships, obtain more leads, et cetera. So, you know, begin with the end in mind, but start, start (laughs) small. There you go. (laughs) Yes. Thanks guys for tuning in today. We had a bunch of fun. I hope you took away a a nugget or two of wisdom that you can apply in your life or your business. Um, I'd love to stay in touch with you. Feel free to follow me on social media or visit our website, kellytleonard.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Boost Podcast. I hope what you heard today will help you to build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. If you liked what you heard, please don't forget to share the podcast with your family and your friends. And while you're at it, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. For more information on me or any of the other services that we provide, feel free to head over to our website, kellytleonard.com. I look forward to catching up with you again on the next episode of the Boost Podcast. News, laws, and regulations are changing by the day. We get it. And at ADP, we're here to help guide you with up-to-the-minute compliance expertise so you can pay your people accurately and on time, regardless of what each new day may bring. Learn more at ADP.com. April is Parkinson's Awareness Month. Visit michaeljfox.org April to get involved and support critical Parkinson's research. That's michaeljfox.org slash April, and thanks.